Welcome to the Choosing Simple podcast. I'm your host, Amy Fuel, and I'm a homesteading wife, mama, entrepreneur, author, and homesteader, of course. And today we are talking about a topic that has really been on my heart for me personally over the last few weeks, even the last few months. And it's about being conscious of the influencers and people that you follow online and that you allow in your life online. So let's get started with today's episode. Just a reminder, if you haven't yet subscribed, please do so and leave a review if you've been listening to this episode and you enjoy it. It does help me out a lot and it helps more people find this podcast. All right, guys, let's get started with today's episode. So recently, I have really been intentional about social media, and this past week, I decided to kind of prioritize my time a little bit more and only log on once or twice a day. Now, keep in mind, I obviously run a business and social media is a must in business, but it doesn't have to be an all day, every day thing. And I knew that, which is why a lot of my posts are already pre-scheduled anyhow, But as I continue to go through my news feeds and different social media outlets and even YouTube, I realized that there were people that I followed or businesses that I followed that when I would watch them or read what they had to write or even friends on my Facebook friends list um, that weren't really friends, you know? And I would read what they wrote or watch what they put up or whatever. And it left me feeling kind of blah, you know, you know that feeling, right? If you're on social media, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I am mad for no reason whatsoever, simply because I read something online or, oh, I wonder if that person is talking about that person or (laughs) worse yet in a recent situation for me, finding out that through social media, there were people talking about me, people that I would consider um, not close friends because I know my close friends. I put out a whole video about homesteading sisterhood and finding your tribe and stuff like that recently. And so definitely go check that out if you haven't already. But, you know, acquaintances or people who, um, you know, use you for what you can offer to them in business and things like that. So, So I had put out, uh, you know, I made this intentional conscious decision. You know what? I don't have to answer to anyone for the way that I run my life. Okay. And a friend of mine said to me, she's like, listen, why are these people on your Facebook page and your Instagram? She's like, would you invite them to your house for dinner? And sitting there thinking like, well, yeah, I would, you know, I would. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, really, truly. She said, all business aside, who would you invite to your house for dinner that you could trust with the conversations at your table? And it really made me just sit back and reevaluate my social media. And I think that it's really important because the Bible tells us to hold every thought captive, Right. And if we put ourselves in intentional situations where we know, well, this person does this and this makes me mad or their political differences upset me or my political differences upset them, which is really most of the case in my case. Um, You know, I had friends that would 
comment on Instagram or Facebook and they would only comment when they disagreed with me or when they had an opinion that was different than mine. You know, people that I truly thought were my friends, right? And so I got to thinking, what is social media? Like, whoa, we have totally disconnected from real people in real life. Like, why are we basing our friendships on likes and comments and who's on your friends list and who's not on your friends list? If we preach a simple life, why are we doing all of this craziness, emotional side effect of social media? I don't want my friendships based on likes and comments and followers or what I could do for them to help elevate them or what they could do for me to help elevate me and my business. I want my friendships and relationships in life to truly be one-on-one intentional relationships where we talk not just on social media, but outside of social media. We interact outside of social media because in those situations, we can then talk and understand each other better. Like the Bible says, with iron sharpening iron, we can't do that on social media. We can to an extent, but not really. You can't hear the person's tone. You can't see their face. You can't hear their heart. And nine times out of 10, when you walk away from a situation feeling upset or misunderstood or angry, it's because neither party took the time to really understand or talk outside of a phone or a computer and just sit down and really hash it out with the understanding that, hey, we're in this together, even if we don't agree. So this past week, I took the time. I deleted a lot of people off my friends list. I even made an announcement. Like I didn't want people thinking I hated them. (laughs) You know, I took people off my friends list that I wouldn't invite to my dinner table or people that I discovered were saying nasty things about me or people that didn't interact with me unless it suited their own needs and opinions. Okay. I'm probably going to do that again, (laughs) but if that was just the first step for me to just kind of unload about a hundred to 200 people off my friends list. And as I did that, my newsfeed started filling with people that truly got my way of life. Okay. Now I did keep people that I don't agree with. Like I have a friend on Facebook who is hardcore, um, you know, different political side than me. Right. But she's nice guys. And I can disagree with her and she can disagree with me and she doesn't hate me and I don't hate her and we'll still have a civil conversation. So you know what? I kept relationships like that because people like that challenge me as an individual. Okay. But the other people I got rid of people that made me mad, people that were snarky, people that used other people that were narcissists. I got rid of those people. And so my newsfeed started filling with things that I, that truly made me feel better. I I got to see friends from years ago. I got to see pictures of their kids again because I wasn't constantly looking at the, the junk newsfeed stuff. I was now looking at a newsfeed full of edification, of beauty, of intentional living. I did the same on Instagram. I unfollowed people that I really didn't even know that I never saw in my newsfeed. And I started following people 
that I truly wanted to see and enjoy. And now my newsfeed is full of pretty pictures. It's full of families. It's full of God. It's full of real life, not consumerism, not uh, hatred, not drama. Do you know what happened? Me as a person, I now feel liberated. I now feel like, oh man, I feel good. I feel really good. And you know, the initial thought was, oh, what are all these people going to think when they see I unfollowed them? But you know what? Social media is an, an extension of your life. If you wouldn't let these people in your real life, why do you let them in your online life? It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Somebody is always going to think something about you that either isn't true or that could be a half truth or whatever. And it's okay. You know, one of my favorite quotes is what it says, what other people think of me is none of my business. (laughs) Isn't that kind of, um, it's liberating, right? If we have that mindset, what other people think of me is none of my business. But what is my business is what I think of other people and how I hold every thought in my mind captive. And if I continue to put myself in a situation where, ah, I lose it, that's my responsibility. I've got to check myself on that because anger and bitterness or jealousy or hatred or anxiety or worry, those are all not from God. And if I'm putting myself in a situation that makes me feel those things because I'm not disciplined enough to hold those thought caps, those thoughts captive, then I'm going against God's will for my life. Boom, mic drop. Did you hear what I just said? It's not about who you follow, why you follow, and who's your friend online. Your responsibility is still to be Christ, and that means in your personal life too. If these people and these influencers are influencing you badly, okay, even if they're influencing you to do things you know you shouldn't do, let's even take that a step farther. You are going against God's will for your life. And that was a hard pill for me to swallow. Because my mindset was, well, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings if I... Or, oh, I don't want to unfollow this person because business, uh. No. You answer to no one else but our Savior, the one and only true and living God. And so if you are outside of his will, that is more important than being someone being mad at you, someone assuming you're a horrible person because you deleted them. Come on. Come on. We're all adults here, right? But if you're a Christian, people aren't going to understand that concept. And that's okay too. We have gotten stuck in this Christian mindset that everyone has to like us when the opposite is true in the Bible where it says everyone is going to hate us. Everyone will hate us because of Jesus, because we are followers of Christ and even more so this year. You know, I'm in the United States as we watch our country try to go into a socialist 
type atmosphere. We watch hatred. We watch especially hatred for Christians and lies about Christians and lies about Christianity. And I get that, guys, because the church has hurt a lot of people over the last few centuries and beyond. Okay, the church today doesn't look like the church of Jesus in a lot of ways. So I get that. But we are still responsible for what we put into our lives. And that includes our news feeds. That includes our social media. You know what? I had to unfollow a friend who I once considered a friend because all they posted was naked people (laughs) online. And I get that. I totally get that because that was part of their business, but it wasn't good for me because especially because I, you know, I have a child that gets on my phone and I don't want him seeing that, you know? So it's even things like that. Like, Hey, I'm sorry. I got to unfollow you, but this is, this is why. And I didn't even tell her that. And she'll, she might assume something totally different, Uh, but you know, things like that, things like that. Or, you know, I, I unfollowed another person because I knew through the grapevine that they weren't good for me. You know, I didn't want to pour more into this person's life and be a helping hand more to them when they were talking about me, when they were talking about my business, when they were, they were gossiping. Why? I wouldn't let that happen to me in real life. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that person over for dinner. You know, I wouldn't. So why are they still on my friends list? So the next step is filling your newsfeed, filling your Instagram, filling your Facebook, filling your life full of influencers who inspire you, who challenge you to grow. And those people might look differently than you. I've been working on a blog post. I haven't posted it yet about surrounding yourself with people who are not exactly like you. Yes, we should surround ourselves with people who are like us, who believe in Christ, who who live a Christian lifestyle. We should definitely, that's how we grow as well. But we should also surround ourselves with people who might think a little bit differently than us. Maybe they have a little bit of a different doctrine. Maybe they have a little bit of a different take on your lifestyle, your home setting lifestyle. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to always be about Jesus. It can be, it can be about the way they live, you know, you know, in a, in a moral way, you know, ethical way. Um, so I started filling my newsfeed with people who I aspire to be like people who inspire me, you know, people who challenge me to be a better homesteader, to be a better mom, to be a better housewife and homemaker. Likewise, I filled my feed with friends and family and influencers who, um, who really clarify things for me or who encourage me like, Hey, you're ahead of me in your business or in your, in your life, but I'm still going to encourage you. I'm still going to be there for you. I'm going to be here for you to talk to cheerleaders, really, you know, for everyone. And when I started filling my newsy with that and I started filling you know, generally started filling my life with that. This is what life is supposed to feel like. You know, God didn't promise us a life full of rainbows and unicorns and butterflies, but I am ultimately in control of what I allow in my life and how that affects me, how that affects my family. 
So getting rid of the toxic, getting rid of the bad influences, whether it's people that make you mad or upset or go crazy, or it's people who post bad things, you know, maybe they, they have a business that's, you know, not good for you, or maybe they, you know, I've, I unfollowed a guy who I really enjoy. I really enjoy him, but he always posted these memes with half naked women on them, you know, degrading to women. You know what? I don't want to see that. I'm a woman. I don't want to see that. You know, I'm a married woman, especially. And so I got rid of them. I did, you know? And so we have to remember that what we put into our life isn't just real life stuff. It's more so, and especially social media. If you're on social media, podcasts that you might listen to, do the podcasts that you listen to every day have the, the vulgar language every five seconds? You know, is that edifying to you as a Christian? Now I get it. You know, I have some podcasts that I listen to that I listen to that I really enjoy. They do have some vulgarity in them, but I don't feel like it inspires me to, to use more cuss words. You know what I mean? Um, but I did have to unfollow some podcasts that were, you know, the F bomb every five seconds because I can't even listen to those when my kids are around. So what's the point in even following them? You know? YouTube. Are there people on YouTube that you follow just to be nosy? <laughs> you know, I, I've had this said to me a, a couple times. Well, so-and-so said about your YouTube video. Okay. Well, so-and-so needs to say that to me. Otherwise they need to stop following me. You know, are you one of those people? You just follow people just to complain about them. Why? Why do people do that? Don't do that. Just unfollow that person on YouTube if they make you mad or if you follow them just to see, just to gossip about them. That's not edifying to your life. It's not. It's going against God's will for your life and against God's commandments. I know. I get it. I'm not perfect. I'm working on myself and I'm sharing it with you as I do it. And I hope that it inspires you to, you know, make some conscious decisions. Really think and be intentional about your online life just as if not more than intentional as you are in your real life. What you do online and who you mingle with online should also reflect in your real life. Your real life should reflect into your online life. And friend, if you would not let that person into your real life, don't let them into your online life. I'll be right back after this word from one of our sponsors. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to part two of our podcast. So I'm going into part two of this episode. I'm almost done and I wanted to just direct you to a couple of things. So 
Next week, or the week after next, I guess, on November 2nd, we start our Redeeming the Home for the Holidays series. Guys, I'm so excited about this. I've already started recording a few of the episodes. We are going to have some guest speakers with us, some guest hosts, I guess, not speakers. Um, one is Jay Morrell Stewart from Large Family Table, Lisa Bass from Farmhouse on Boone, my friend Joy, who helps us run the Homestead Homemaking for Christian Women and Friends group. And my friend Anne from A Farm Girl in the Making. And I think my friend Casey's even going to join me. She's actually local. Um, and she has a really good podcast called Dearly Woven. If you're into fiber art and sheep, that is a great podcast to follow. She's done a really great job with that podcast. But I want to direct you to the show notes because the Redeeming the Home for the Holidays series information is up on my website. It's a nine-week series uh, starting November 2nd going through the end of December. And we are going to take back our homes during this holiday season, not just with um, homemaking and cleaning and decorating, but also taking back our family. This year's been crazy, guys. We got a lot of junk we're dealing with, right? And I kind of go in that into my own personal junk I've been dealing with in the first episode that comes out in November. And um, we got we to gotta get rid of it. You know, not only are we redeeming our homes physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. And so I encourage you to definitely subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, and that'll end out season one of this year. And we'll go into season two, um, probably later end of January next year. Um, I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, and then I also want to direct you to uh, the 2021 Homesteaders of America planner that we just came out with. I'm really excited about that. Um, it's called the Homestead Journal and it, it's my heart. It, it is my heart. I wanted a journal, uh, planner, a journal planner. So it's a planner. It has a monthly, weekly, it has every homesteading record you could ever imagine. Curing, cheese, pantry inventory, freezer inventory, egg tally chart for every month, financials, you know, Hey, hello, I am not perfect. I always forget to pay bills on time. And so it has a check sheet. Like, what did I pay this month? How much was it? You can keep track of your business. You can keep track of your homestead financials. You can keep track of your personal financials. There's daily habit charts. There's some printables in there that you can print out every week or every day. It's just full of stuff. It's amazing. But it also has 365 days worth of journal sheets. Guys, pick up this planner and journal about your homesteading life homesteading, not just gardening, but homesteading. That means, you know what? If little Johnny lost a tooth that day, write it down. Oh man, what a legacy this journal will be every single year for your kids to look back on, for your your husband or, or you to look back on. But you can also journal things like your garden. What did good that year? What did you plant when? What kind of harvest did you get? And so you can go back every year and see what you did and see what worked and what didn't work. It's a really incredible planner. I encourage you to get it. We don't have that many left in the first print run. Um, so if you want it, definitely get it now because I'm getting ready to send out all of the planners this week and this weekend and that we have from the first print run. So definitely pick that up. And then I want to direct you to the Homesteaders of America website. If you did not get to watch the online conference this year, you can check that out at homesteadersofamerica.com. You can get a VIP membership and watch it all year long, along with over 500 hours of other videos and eBooks and tutorials and all kinds of stuff. It is the ultimate homesteader library that is constantly growing. All 
All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. I know it has been a hot minute since I've been on here. You guys have been asking for more episodes, and here I am. I actually have a new setup downstairs in my basement, and I can just pound these out, hopefully, quickly. Um, I'm also working on the Homestead Herbalist course, which I will present to you guys once it is out. I will have a discount when the course comes out for all of my e-newsletter subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that. And guys, hey, think about this podcast this week. Denoise your life from the toxic, from the non-good influencers that you follow online. And really live intentionally, okay? And also, until next time, don't forget to choose simple.